holiday season carries on, so do we, because we're talking movies. We're talking 1989 National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, starring Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, and Randy Quaid, written by John Hughes and directed by Jeremiah S. Chuckett. Hey, Chris, look, a deer! Wow, man, like, sometimes I don't even know where you find these fucking quotes. That's the best fucking quote of the movie. Whatever. Anyway... Oh, the silent majesty of winter's morn, the clean, cool chill of the holiday air, an asshole in his bathrobe, emptying a chemical toilet into my sewer. everybody welcome to yet another christmas episode of how'd you like that movie and as scott said we're covering the 1989 christmas christmas classic national lampoons christmas vacation so as typical scott why don't you take us away all right i very much enjoy this movie but first uh, i'm just because his family's in it no no i'm just gonna pretend i'm somebody well if i was somebody i would cut down this movie it was just too long i just think it just needed to edit it a little bit more and just cut off need a bit of editing what are you talking about i mean it's 97 minutes i don't know was 97 minutes on that topic was 97 minutes an appropriate amount of time i think the the whole slow burn of this movie because it does like to me it feels like a father like the whole pacing and everything feels like a father at christmas right it like never fucking comes Yep. Right, you're and then it just gets here and it just comes by quick, right? And I thought the whole buildup of them getting towards Christmas like with the, the tree ad, and all that stuff, and like just doing your little family traditions, pulling that advent calendar every day was perfect, right? The, and I the thought advent the timing is definitely an interesting insert, right? Like it's just one yeah. more day, one more day, and then it the zany aspect of Christmas. Mm-hmm. I this thought, is based on a, a John Hughes uh, short story that he wrote. I think it was originally called like. Christmas, like, 1954 or Christmas 54. So that's why it has that kind of old-school Christmas feel. And then, obviously, when they did it in 89, they took a lot of those elements. You know, like, Dad getting the tree and all those things that you would have done in the 1950s. Yeah, I think all of his his contributions to the National Lampoon is all based on his short stories. Oh, yeah. And we, yeah. Can, we can talk a bit about uh, John Hughes in a bit. Like, po- prolific writer. You know what I mean? Coming right from National Lampoon. And then throughout his film career, um, I mean, I think most people know of John Hughes, but like the stuff that I always associate with him is his, you know, 16 Candles, which he wrote and directed, Breakfast Club, Weird Science, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. uh, And then people forget the like Planes, Trains and Automobiles, Uncle Buck, Home Alone series, like all of that Mm -hmm. stuff is John Hughes. But that very and then there's a bunch of other 80s films that go in there as well. Um, like say anything and stuff. And he always had that kind of suburbs, uh, you know, Illinois, Sherman, Illinois, stuff like that. Chicago, um, that kind of suburb feel outside of the major cities, always like an upper middle class kind of family. And then, or a lot of like class dynamics as well between like rich and poor. If you go back to like, you know, pretty in pink and that. Yes, I agree. And he, you know, Molly Ringwald was his muse essentially as well, which Kind of creepy if you think about it. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> it's Christmas and you're like pedophilia. <laughs> but, <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> you're so sick. 
Anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, it's 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 December. A little bit inappropriate. Please don't pull our episode. Um, so of course you liked it because it had like a family in it and no, I like I enjoy Chevy Chase. Right? Well, like, I you enjoy... never answer me. Is ninety six seven minutes? Yeah, I said the pacing was fine. I enjoyed the time limit and I enjoyed how it came together. Right? Okay, I answered that question. You did answer that. I just wasn't listening. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> anyway, you're like on. next movie Lolita for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Get, you know what? We're just going to stop <laughs> with this because we'll have to like just edit out this entire episode. Like so. we edit anything. Okay. So let's uh, let's talk about Chubby, Chubby Chase. Chubby he, Chase. Chubby Chase. I think he's Chubby Chase now. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, he just he's reprising his Griswold role that he picked. He originally did in the original National Lampoon. I think he's in all of them, including Vacation. Like all the vacation ones, yes, he yes, said. Yes yes, 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 except for National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Two. Yes, but that has Randy Quaid in it, reprising his role. Yes, but to answer your question, I believe he's in all of them. Okay. The answer would be no; he's not in that one. Fair enough. Touche. Touche. <laughs> uh, so we kind of brought this up on our last pass- podcast. What's your favorite Chevy Chase film? Oh man, I love Fletch. Uh, for me, uh, Three Amigos. I fucking love Three Amigos. <laughs> I, I can do. I can. Fuck! I can't wait till we do that one. We might. We might just do it for January. But, three Amigos. Yeah, just fucking do it. I feel like culturally it, it might be a bit problematic in 2020, but sure. No, but um, I loved his work in Community. But um, unfortunately, the rest of his cast members didn't enjoy his participation in community oh, i heard he's a bit of a pain in the ass to work well, with. after season four <laughs> but other than that yeah like i like growing up he was one of my favorite comedians and yeah fletch is good i mean if you're not like old-timey like us you maybe haven't heard of fletch and i think the second's what fletch fletch lives or the return of fletch or something like that it's just fletch too or it might have been just fletch too but yeah though that's a, like that's a hilarious series i mean his uh vacation series is good uh, original cast member of Saturday Night Live. Uh, I actually really like Spies Like Us. Which is good. Dan, Acker- Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, that one was good. That is know. a fantastic movie, man. Gotta love those like Cold War comedies. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, yeah. Yeah. And then, he, and then he's in Hot Tub Chime Machine. He's got a small role in Orange County. Yeah, that's all the recent stuff. Like, so do you even prefer him the- in Fletch or Caddyshack? See, I... Th- for me, Caddyshack is more an ensemble pick. It's not like True. he's not really like Bill Murray like steals it. Um, he does as well as Bill Murray's brother steals yep. it. Like, Who's also in this? Rodney Dangerfield fucking Rodney, kills oh, yeah, it in Caddyshack. Hilarious. So like for me, Caddyshack is more ensemble, right? Like it's not really a shit. Like it's not his vehicle at all, right? Well, and there's a lot of crossover between this film and a lot of the films we've either covered on our podcast or we're even talking about now. Because, like, last week we did Scrooged and Bill Murray's in that. And, of mm-hmm. course, Brian Doyle Murray is in that as well, Bill Murray's brother, who is also in Caddyshack with Chevy Chase. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of these guys, and then they often worked on John Hughes movies. Like, there was that whole, like, SNL lampoon group of uh, comedians um, for example, SCTV, like John Belushi yeah. worked with Chevy Chase, 
at National Lampoon, and they were, it's all that New York kind of scene, you know what I mean? Back in the 70s. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. But and I think you see it today, too. A lot of people are more – they just work with the people they're comfortable with. Like sure. Tim Burton, right? Like you can almost guess who's going to be. Yes. Helen Bonham Carter. Well, maybe not now that they're not, not together anymore, but for the longest time – she was in a lot of his stuff too. Yeah, and then his other wife before that. That was and in Mars wife, Attack. Yeah, yeah. I or, guess it's good. Well, no if, if you pay, if you pay uh, the person you're married to, then at least the money comes back into your house. Yeah, like I'll I'll take a guess without knowing anything that his, um, Tim Burton's um, Adam's Family TV show that he's trying to develop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Depp will be Gomez and Winona Ryder. Or uh, oh. Christina Ricci will yeah, be Morticia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those that's are actually, that's, not, those that's are, not a bad casting, though. It a, works. It, it might, and then it might be the first time that somebody plays Wednesday and then plays Morticia. There we go. If you go with Christina Ricci, I love Christina Ricci. I know you do. Uh, and you know who else I think is super, super hot is, especially in this, is Beverly D'Angelo. Man, whoo, she is smoking body, man. Especially that like Christmas dress that she's wearing. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Want to unwrap that? Ho 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 ho. Okay. <laughs> you don't again, think she was smoking? I, I'm not saying she wasn't, but I again, guess, okay. this is a fucking Christmas movie. It's a that doesn't mean it can't be sexy. And I'll be honest, I think this movie's a little bit boring, and it's not Chevy Chase's best work. So her ratching it up a bit with that hot bod, it's good for me. Yeah. Well, have you s- the series, like the vacation series? Have you seen them all? Yep. Well, wouldn't you say European was better? Yes. Like in terms of her yes. and the sexiness. Yeah. yeah. Like this this movie, this Christmas movie was like, eh, it was okay. Like, I mean, I was watching it. I was kind of on my phone a bit. It kind of felt like, and I, I don't even think I can fix this with editing. I just think, <clears throat> so you know what? Let's, let's, wait, 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 wait. Go, do it. Read my mind. I have a quote. Do I? <laughs> do you know who it's from? Roger Ebert. That's right. The Chicago Sun-Times. Sequence after sequence seems to contain all the necessary material to be well on its way towards a payoff. And then, somehow, doesn't work. 100%, man. It's like, it's all there. You know, everything could make this movie funny. And I just was like, eh. And I, I found actually Chevy Chase at this point a bit annoying. Like, a bit cringy. I don't know if it's just because, like, the comedy then was like it's 89 and it's 2020 now and some of those jokes just don't land as well um yeah i mean not my favorite movie i'm not gonna like beat up on it because it's not bad it's just not yeah. good yeah it, i get what you're saying like in terms of jokes now most most people would find some of them offensive right like um the scorsese i'm forgetting her first oh yeah 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 yeah. the the counter girl yeah she's also smoking hot oh my god yeah she was uh i think she was dating like sean penn or something like that when i tried to look her up yeah i was like oh she's one of those that is correct i think she had a stint on nypd blue as well this is also correct before she did the big the deep dive into that secondary character you know what i mean Yeah, I mean, and I think, you know, the Rotten Tomatoes score on this is a 68 from the critics and it's 86 from audience. Like, I can see that. Like, if you like it, you're probably going to like it enough to, you know, comment on it or whatever. Um, For as a Christmas movie, it's it's not bad. I think a lot of Christmas movies fucking suck. So this is definitely in my top 
20 of Christmas movies. I don't even know if I actually know 20 Christmas movies. But I know it's not a shitty Hallmark movie, which is fantastic. So you get points for not being a shitty Hallmark movie, Chubby Chase. <laughs> you know, there's going to be so many fucking people just offended that you just brought down fucking Hallmark. I'm pretty sure there's people that would just sit there. 24-7, all year round to watch Hallmark. And I'll tell you, those people aren't smart enough to be listening to our podcast. So think, think, think of that, dear listener. You are in the 1%. Or maybe it's because <laughs> we don't get any downloads. There's only 1% of you actually listening out there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> just just tick, kick the audience while they're down. Just right? kick them right uh, in the jejunum. Um, <laughs> so in the director, I can't even, uh, Jeremiah Chechnik? Yes, I believe. So he's from Montreal, Canada. Yeah, again, we like to throw our props up to the Canadians here. Uh, hasn't done a ton of film. He did Benny and June, which is actually a really great film. Mm-hmm. Then the 1998 Avengers, which he got nominated for a Golden Raspberry. So then he, when I did his like background, it looks like he did a bunch of TV. That's about it. Did mm-hmm. a lot of Canadian stuff, so I guess it's good that he's still directing. Um, but not a lot of information on him in general. Uh, the DP on this... Where it was the same DP as Beetlejuice. I didn't even write his name down because that was the only really interesting thing I found. Um, yeah. I mean, so we got Beverly D'Angelo. We got Randy Quaid. Juliette Lewis, man. That's crazy. Yes. So the the what I think is hilarious in the vacation movies is the mom and dad stay the same. And the kids keep switching out, both the, the son and the daughter. Yes. And this was the first time that Rusty was younger than the daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right there. Because the first two, when it was Anthony Michael Hall and... Who's I, also in, like, every fucking John Hughes movie. Yeah. But I don't remember who played him in European. Uh, well, according to his Wikipedia, he was an actor that did some stuff. That was it. Like, he, he I don't even think the guy's acting anymore. He was in Night of the Creeps. I remember that. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember that. But, um... And now it's the guy from, you know, Big Bang. Well, it's, it's, okay, so both the so I saw I'm looking I'm like that's Juliet Lewis. So this is like her first like major film role. Um, I know you love Cape Fear. I do. Did you love her in Cape Fear? I did. She was very good in Cape Fear. I also liked her in From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, you know she got a, she got an Oscar for her role in Cape Fear. Yes, it's a fucking good movie. Uh, yeah, we we've had our little debate about that. I think it's a bit overrated. Uh, it's not, definitely not my favorite Scorsese picture. Uh, but Juliette Lewis did a great job and even just her interactions with Robert De Niro and that was top shelf. Um, man, natural born killers. She always plays the crazy chick. You know what California, I mean? I California. California. She plays actually even old school yeah. when she plays like the nympho girlfriend or wife or whatever. Yeah. He's like, Hey Frank. Yeah. Well, that's out. some hardcore stuff. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's just keep it going. This is kind of mm-hmm. hot. And then all those naked people jump out of the closet. <laughs> Hilarious, man. Uh, but she was also in, uh, stranger days. Which was directed by Stranger Days. The yeah, Stranger Days. Catherine Bigelow. Oh, Stranger. Yes, Days. yes, wait, yes, wait. yes. Stranger Days is. I'm sorry, I'm having a brain fart. Who? That's Ralph Fiennes, right? Yes, that's right. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And then she was in the Basketball Diaries, as you already said, Dust Till Dawn, Whip It, which is the like, uh, what do they call that? Roller Derby film. So I mean, she always plays kind of like a sassy rough and tumble woman so i I, like i love her in her her roles i think she's a a great actor um and then randy quaid is fucked do you know that he actually tried to declare asylum he did he declared asylum in canada in vancouver because remember that whole star whacker thing 
Starwalker. Yes, he thought that like there were people going out there after like Heath Ledger died and stuff like that. First off, the idea that at this point in his career, Randy Quaid was a big enough actor to be considered a star, I think is laughable. But uh, uh, Independence Day? Yeah, that was like how long ago? Wasn't that right around? No. No, it wasn't. That was and I wouldn't say later. he was like the star of Independence Day. I would line. say Will hey, Smith guys. was the star of Independence Day. Um, but yeah, he he they came up here. Him and his crazy wife. They were like squatting in in a house in Los Angeles or something like that. They crossed the border. They declared asylum, thinking that like people were out to kill a list actors, and somehow he's on that list. So and he ended up there was like a deep. He was going to get deported and a bunch of other stuff. It's just a crazy story, you know what I mean? That is fucked up. That is very fucked up. But he also Caddyshack too. He was in the vaca- all the vacation films. He was in Days of Thunder, Independence Day. Best role ever, though, Kingpin. Really? You would say you, him and Kingpin? Yeah, yeah, role? he's the Amish boy. I know who he plays. I know who he plays, but his best role? I just think that that's a hilarious role. I love that movie. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that's his best role. Well, what, well, okay. He was also in Brokeback Mountain. I wouldn't even say that. Well, if you go back far enough, I think he actually has some like serious acting credits. I think he's got either a Golden Globe or an Academy Award nomination back in the 70s. Um, I just hit on the stuff that people would probably know and any stuff that was crossover like Caddyshack 2 and obviously all the vacation movies. Um, I mean, I think he's a funny guy. His brother's a fantastic actor, too. Um, That's uh, Dennis Quaid. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, yeah. And then Ani's obviously having like Johnny, Go- is it Galecki? That's how you say his name, right? I believe so, yes. I mean, that this, guy. This, we, Go we're not very good at names here. We are so. never good at names. If you have an easy name, don't worry. We will fuck it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Galecki, I mean, everybody knows him from Big Band Theory, but then he was also like, had a, he was a reoccurring role in Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Most of his work has been in TV, it looks like, though, so. You know, you know nothing, what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. No, I mean he made he was making almost a million dollars an episode on Big Bang Theory, so Fucking. he was making like twenty five million dollars a year or something ridiculous. Exactly. Like we can't get HBO Max new movies in Canada, but hey, we got the fucking big Big Bang Theory on Crave. Boom, the big boom theory. Uh and there's this like little role with Julie Louise Dreyfus from Seinfeld and Veep. It's mm-hmm. just crazy, like watching some of these older films and seeing all these like they're not cameos because they weren't anybody yet. They're just literal acting roles for some of these actors that go on to have these massive careers. Yeah, like this would have been right around Seinfeld, wouldn't it? Because this uh, was... 1989? Seinfeld Didn't Seinfeld was... come out in like 1990, 1991 or something? Which would have been right So around. this would have been just before she got cast in that, you know yeah. what I mean? So, I mean, I have her down as, you know, she did some stuff on... I actually didn't even know she was on Saturday Night Live. I guess she did a little small stint on Saturday Night Live. Uh, then she did this and then she ended up on Seinfeld and then she, after she's done Veep, which is also super funny. So, um, but yeah, honestly, man, like I, I don't really love this film. Um, I could definitely never watch it again. I'm cool with that. So how would this film go for you in terms of the National Lampoon series? So, okay. So remember if I'm thinking about this, I'm going after like nostalgia cause I haven't watched them all recently, mm-hmm. but I'll be honest. I really like the original vacation movie yeah. i was like and it's got john candy at the end and stuff like that it's like super mm-hmm. funny it was super fresh i actually really like the european one as well yes. um so i would say like actually you know what and i don't think i've seen the vegas vacation the I've vegas ne- vacation good i've never i gave up okay so this isn't yeah. it's it's number three on my list of three okay but it, 
but I'm just saying, like, what about the other National Lampoon movies, like Animal House? Oh, man. Fucking Animal House kicks this right in the fucking junk, dude. Toga, toga, toga. <laughs> Animal House is, an again, super problematic. Would not get made nowadays. She but wants she, it. She oh, wants man, it. Oh, man, I love ah, Animal it House. It's such a great movie. I might even go watch fucking Animal House right after this just because you mentioned it. What uh, about Senior Trip? Uh, No, this is better than Senior Trip. With Jeremy Renner's first on-screen credit. Really? That was his first on-screen credit. Interesting. Senior, yeah. and really? In Senior Trip? Senior Trip. I mean, I, I think it's kind of sad that you know that, but... Uh, Van Walder? I guess, yeah, and that's... Mr. Ryan Reynolds, right? That so. is Mr. Ryan Reynolds. And then I think... But all of those movies, all of those movies are essentially trying to be Animal House. Especially stuff like Van Wyler. Any of those frat movies. And I, I'm taking a big, like a big, Leap. you know, uh, net on this type of stuff. But like, it all goes back to that original Animal House stuff, man. Yeah, I think like in terms of like now, which is sad, like, but National Lampoons to me used to mean like, you're going to fucking piss yourself laughing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It was like right. r- like edgy, edgy, raw, raw. Like the stuff that like nobody else would make. You know yeah, what I mean? and then it was like Broken Lizard kind of took that over, right? Yeah, I was, yeah, that's actually a good parallel. Yeah, Broken Lizard right. with like Super Trooper and stuff. Exactly. And then Beer Fest and like all their stuff kind of took it over. And I don't think we really have anything right now in terms of an umbrella that kind of does that. But I think the one that's kind of overrated is... Loaded Weapon. Loaded Weapon. Which one's that? Emilio Estevez. Yep. And Samuel L. Jackson, which is like a straight spoof of fucking... Lethal Weapon. Lethal lethal Weapon, and it's fucking hilarious. Oh, it's good. I thought you said it was overrated. No, no, it's underrated. Oh, it's underrated. Okay. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Is that by National Lampoon? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that was the last one that I saw that I'm like, yeah, that was funny. And then after I got into like golf shit, trying to get to Caddyshack kind of things oh just like trying to like yeah relive, mimic relive everything from the past or whatever yeah. but yeah i mean those early you know what i'm surprised is meatballs is, is meatballs national lampoon no because it has that vibe to it you know what i mean yes the reason why bill murray no harold ramus oh yes yes that's right harold ramus comes out of the, that's another guy that comes out of the and national lampoon. i think he is one of the best comedic writers there are that ever lived like, if you look at his body of work, like Caddyshack, Ghostbusters. Groundhog Brad, Day. Yeah, exactly. Like, writing it. So, did you, I, I can't remember the name, but there's actually a show, a movie on Netflix that's like a movie. It's not a documentary. It's like a drama about those original days at National Lampoon. Yeah, isn't it like, watch this movie or this yeah, guy's yeah, going to yeah, get yeah, yeah. shot or something like that with uh, Will Forte. That's right. Yes. I so, don't know the name of the movie. I, I still it's on my it's on my Netflix like watch list or whatever. Um so do you have a, like a favorite scene or anything out of this movie or favorite scene? I love the fucking when he's on the roof, like pulling the lights, right? And the staple, staple. And then you know what's gonna happen. You know what's right? gonna happen, yeah. Right. But the thing is the follow up to that scene when he falls off, breaks the um oh my god, I'm having a beer fart this the siding yeah like the eavesdrop, the eavesdrop yeah. that, the ice goes out and then the julia lufus dreyfus they're like well what would break the window what would break why the stereo water all why, over the floor why is it wet right like <laughs> it just follows up after like i, I love the how it just can't like follow through like every little thing right 
Uh, I still, I still like the, and I actually even like the way they shot it, especially for that time period. Uh, the sledding incident when he goes like <laughs> zipping down because you can see they've gone like kind of handheld and it's, it's all super jittery. He's spinning around and stuff. And it's, it's just like a fun, really interesting, fast paced scene. Um, and actually just as far as from a cinematic perspective, I noticed this time. So there's the scene where he comes in and his boss is sitting at the end of the table and they use this really long table with a really long shot just to get this like perspective of power. And I was like, that's it's cause again, you don't expect like kind of big cinematic moments in a film like this. So when you see some kind of camera work like that, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. And again, I was fucking bored. So I was probably mm-hmm. looking for this stuff. Right. So I was bored. So I was probably, um, well, I've got nothing more to say. I mean, it's not horrible. It's not getting, it's not going to get trashed. It's okay. I mean, if you need a Christmas movie, watch it. Uh, it's not Chevy Chase's better work. Definitely go. And if, if you're just getting into Chevy Chase, maybe from uh community or something, some of the stuff that we listed like Fletch, uh, Spies Like Us, The Three Amigos, I don't know about Three Amigos, you can make your own decision on that. Uh, go back, watch Caddyshack, watch some of that older stuff, because when in his prime, he was a funny, funny fucking man. Anyway, Scott, that's all for me. Finish up your thing, and let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay, like, fuck you. Well, that's all... I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, you don't know what? If I you got more to talk... I don't know. You, I don't you can know. ask me questions. I'm I still know. here. No, we're, no we're, we're done. We're fucking done. <laughs> no, not not we're done. Oh no, we're not done. Okay, good. I'm glad we're not done. It's no, the Christmas no, season. You cool. can't break up. Isn't that like cuffing season? You can't break up between like, like uh, no, you're supposed to break up Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, and uh, Valentine's Day or something like that. No, so. aren't you supposed to break up before Christmas? Hundred percent, you are. Get and together then, after yes, Valentine's then you Day. Miss all the gift giving. Right. That's why you got the turkey dump. That's why you have the turkey dump. Right. Thanksgiving's the countdown. This relationship is putting me to sleep like turkey. <laughs> well, that's our rant for the day. Spread the word on our podcast. Like and subscribe. Follow us on social media on Instagram and Twitter at How Do You Like That One? Or email us with any questions at How Do You Like That Movie at gmail.com. Well, Merry Christmas! Shitters full! <laughs>